Studies have shown by Morningstar and Vanguard that there's somewhere around 20 to 30% of an increase that you can get in your retirement income plan when you're making the most optimal decisions. Welcome to the All Things Retirement Podcast with certified financial planner, Anthony Alpha. Here's your host, Ben George. Welcome into All Things Retirement. I am Ben George. He is Anthony Alpha, certified financial planner and the founder of Cardinal Wealth Group. You can find him online at cardinalwg.com. We got a great show for baby boomers. And even if you aren't one and you're, if your parents are boomers, this is kind of a great conversation to get an idea of the challenges they're facing. But if you are getting ready for retirement, this show is perfect for you because we're going to talk about some of the concerns that Anthony is seeing from his clients that are getting into retirement right now or approaching retirement that uh, are really specific to this generation. So I think it's going to be a really good topic of conversation today. Let me welcome in Anthony now to the show. Great to have you again. Uh, how's everything going? Hey, Ben. Uh, everything's going pretty good. Uh, can't complain. So just uh, getting ready for the holiday season and um, already uh, started to see Amazon with a ton of offers to uh, beef up their sales for the year. So uh, I'm sure all other companies are following suit as well. Yeah, I think they're getting ahead of the game, it seems like, uh, earlier than normal, maybe because the this, this season may be expected to be a little bit slower. So they're rolling everything out as early as possible. And I'm sure without uh, Black Friday, I, I haven't heard anything official on how that's going to work out, but I can't imagine that being very busy this year compared to most years. So I think some reports have um, 75% of shopping going to be done online this year, I think. Yeah, that so sounds about right. going to be a little bit different than uh, all the lines you see after Thanksgiving. Pro- most likely, that would be my guess anyway. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, so we're going to get into our show here in just a second. Again, we'll have a couple of mailbag questions too later on. So make sure you stick around until the end of the show to hear what's been on our listeners' minds. But I wanted to lead things off with a Fox Business article that came out recently that highlighted that more than half of retirees wish they had budgeted more for unplanned expenses. And I guess this is perfect for 2020. But how well would you say your clients have typically done at building an emergency fund? Well, I, I think from the standpoint that when you're getting into retirement, or let's say before retirement, you have a job that really can help navigate some of those situations that might come up on unexpectedly. So transitioning to somebody who's maybe more on a fixed budget, we need to leave some room in the plan for some of those what ifs that could happen. So generally speaking, what we'll do is have a conversation of a vision of what they're seeing or planning to do over the next 5, 10, 20 years that could incorporate things like downgrading that the home or making some upgrades to the house, or maybe you're paying for some wedding or college costs. Um, so we, we really want to get an idea of, are there some of these things that we can expect in the future um, that are some pretty common ones out there that many people might have some involvement in? And then what we'll typically do is we'll narrow down their retirement budget and we'll, we'll basically save somewhere between 5 to 10% as a buffer for some type of unexpected type of situation, uh, or maybe they just want to spend more uh, on a discretionary basis. So if we kind of set aside five to ten percent, if their budget's up one hundred thousand dollars and five percent would be five thousand dollars, we kind of take that out over fifteen or twenty years, and and that's going to get them somewhere between a fifty thousand to 
a $100,000 kind of discretionary slush fund that, that they can uh, use for emergency purposes. Okay. And, and I, I wanted to start this, this with this topic today because it fits kind of perfectly with where we're going. And that's a lot of the challenges that baby boomers are facing in retirement. And, and just kind of get an idea of you know, your background and, and your client base. How many baby boomers do you think you work with uh, in, in, you know, day in, day out? About 80%, I would say, are at least 50 years or older. Okay. So that, I think, I don't know where the exact uh, cutoff would be for baby boomers, but it's in around there. So pretty significant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With the average is probably around 60 years old, 58 in that ballpark. Okay. So you've seen and you, you work with them and you're talking with them daily about the challenges that face them in retirement because this generation is going through things and, and, and has concerns that maybe their parents before them didn't. And this will continue. You know, Their children will face different challenges that they're facing. But we're focused on boomers now because thousands and thousands of this generation are going into retirement every single day. So it's important that we work with them and kind of help, help bring to light some of the challenges they face. So when you talk about what they are doing compared to what maybe their parents went through when they first got into retirement, what are some of the unique challenges that you're seeing? Yeah, that, that's a great question. It's certainly not going to be your parents' retirement or grandparents, maybe in my case, where the average person might have had a 6% interest rate from their, from their bonds. Or in some cases, like my grandparents, when they retired, they had double-digit interest rates for, for retirement, which is really nice when you have a safe asset that's given you that type of income. Today's Treasury rate, the 10-year is at like 0.6. So that's one of the biggest differences that's making people have to take a little bit more risk in retirement. And then I would kind of go back to the three-legged stool, and that's pension, social security, and savings. And most uh, baby boomers' parents probably had some type of pension that took up somewhere between 40 to 60% of the income that they need. And then Social Security supplemented the remaining amount that got them to maybe 80 or 90% of what they needed. And so there wasn't really that much needed from savings in like a 401k. Whereas today, most people are not having a pension. So that puts a lot more pressure on them to have to save on their own and making sure that their investments are allocated properly. And Social Security becomes their primary guaranteed income source in, in a lot of ways. So I think those are some of the biggest differences. There wasn't a lot of financial planning that was really, I don't think, done for um, the generation prior to baby boomers. And the healthcare issue today is, I think, a big question mark as to where that's going to be in the future. So I think those are some of the main challenges that they're going to have to be thinking about and testing their plans um, as they prepare for retirement. And those are all pretty significant. I mean, healthcare costs, we, we've talked about it, going to be pretty expensive. But I, I, I think back to that three-legged stool and how those legs keep getting shorter and shorter, it <laughs> seems like. I, I would imagine like maybe the generation behind the boomers, there might not even be a stool left by the time they get there. Who knows? But um, it, it's an interesting uh, analogy. And I, like, I like looking at that and thinking about that because it is definitely different now than it was for these boomers' parents. Um, what about concerns or maybe financial fears that you're hearing maybe over and over again from people? Well, I think some of that kind of goes with some of the challenges that a lot of people that come in are, are keenly aware of some of the things like long-term care and health care, you know, where that's going to be when they look at it and they step away from work where maybe they were getting a good amount being paid by their previous employer. Now, all of a sudden, they're 
they have to budget somewhere around you know, $5,000 per spouse uh, a year, give or take. So a $10,000 budget item for healthcare is a pretty good amount, and that's not counting out of pocket. And so the projected amount for the average couple who are 65 living for 30 years is about $250,000 for healthcare. So I think that's a big one. And I also think that running out of money and because of less people having the pensions, those guaranteed income sources that takes the pressure off of your investments from performing. And now just having maybe just social security and your 401k IRA type of accounts, and you're dealing with those highs and lows of the market. I think a lot of people are concerned about running out of money there. And I'd say the last one, if there's three, would be maybe a concern about where taxes are going to be in the future. We've had a, a quite a few people reach out about with the U.S. printing all this money, is that going to affect taxes in the future? And I guess you obviously can't answer that, but I guess one would assume that taxes will probably only go up from where they are now, right? Well, I certainly don't have a crystal ball, but I certainly think it's something that you want to test in your financial retirement plan, especially if you're somebody who's in the group of having, say, 70% of all your liquid investments in a 401k or IRA, you certainly want to make sure that you're thinking through what are some of the risks associated with that. And that would certainly be one of them. So with maybe increasing taxes and you plus you have um, the healthcare costs on the rise for this generation, really those uh, guaranteed sources of income seem to be really important for this group to find those. How about, let's go, we've talked about challenges and, and fears. What about mistakes? What mistakes is this group making? Um, and I, I maybe assume that it's not getting to this point and having a lot of money because they maybe assume that pensions and, and Social Security would kind of do what it did for their parents. But what other mistakes maybe are, are you seeing from this group? Well, I, ironically, we just got a call yesterday from a, I guess will be a new client. And one of the things that I highlighted from our initial conversation was the idea of them just looking at their social security options. And this, in this case, they also had a pension option, basically by itself, completely separate and not really looking at all these things together in a more holistic manner. And so they really just looked at their pension options and really just assumed, hey, we're going to go with this one. And same thing with on the social, social security side and really getting people to understand that all these things really kind of need to work together to kind of come up with the best plan. So I think looking at these things individually is one of the, the things that hurts people the most. Not having a plan is certainly one of them. Uh, for sure, right? So if you're just going into retirement, not really just doing some napkin math, as I usually call it, (laughs) I think that these things are just a little bit more complex and really need to have some guidance and software to kind of plug it all in to really give you a full, complete picture of everything. So I, I would say that those are kind of the two ones that kind of come to mind. Well, as you can tell, there's a lot that uh, this this group of baby boomers are facing now with retirement, and there's a lot that have already gone into retirement, and there's many, many more to come over the next uh, few years or whenever that official, I guess, as you mentioned, cut off to where this generation, the youngest part of it is. But either way, there's still thousands and thousands of baby boomers that are facing retirement and probably dealing with some of these same concerns. So I would encourage anyone, and look, I guess not everyone has a plan in place. Some people are doing the napkin math, as you say. But even if you're about to be in retirement, it's never really too late to start putting a plan together, right? That's 
one of the best takeaways I would get from this, if I could pass that along, it, it isn't too late to, to start doing some planning. Studies have shown by Morningstar and Vanguard that there's somewhere around 20 to 30% of an increase that you can get in your retirement income plan when you're making the most optimal decisions. And I think generally speaking, people without guidance are maybe not always making the most optimal decisions. So there's usually a lot of room there to enhance your plan. You just got to you know come to the table and, and get started on it. A couple of different ways to do that. You can go to cardinalwg.com. That is the website. You'll find the links to uh, contact Anthony, but you can also call him directly at 609-605-2808. And again, if you're a baby boomer and we talked about taxes a little bit uh, during this episode, but there's a tax-free retirement toolkit that is available right on the front of the website. You won't miss it as soon as you log on, but you can just click the button to request your toolkit, put in a little bit of information, Anthony will send it your way, but it'll be a big help for you as you're planning for taxes in retirement, which is such a big deal and many people overlook that. So let's go into our mailbag, take a couple of questions before we close out today's show. And let's start with one from Sally. Speaking of Social Security, she writes in and says, I just heard that I can get half of my ex-husband's Social Security benefit. Is that true? Can I really take half of it away from him? Well, as much as it sounds like you <laughs> want to take half more away from him, uh, Sally, that, that is true, but you're, you're not taking it uh, away from him. You're just, you're entitled to it. So he, he's still going to get his full amount, uh, but you are entitled to half of his, if you've been married for at least 10 years and you're at least age 62 or older, you're, you would be able to, um, you know, claim on that. And certainly you can't have remarried either. So those are some of the rules surrounding being able to uh, claim your ex-husband's social security. Thanks for that question, Sally. Hopefully it answers you, but also reach out uh, to sit down and actually plan out those social security benefits and have a strategy for that as well. How about Ian? This is another question that turn, kind of ties into what we talked about today. But he says, my long-term care policy says it will pay out a maximum of 250000 during my lifetime. Is that enough coverage? Well, that, that's, a, that's a great question. I mean, nobody really knows what if, if you'll even have a long-term care event. But I would say as a starting point, I think that's excellent that you took the interest and the time to secure a policy of, of that amount, it's certainly better than nothing and, and probably going to be better than what most people have today. But there certainly can be instances where it could cost more than that. I think it's just making, I think it's Im important to understand that it's almost impossible to completely eliminate every single risk in retirement. Knowing that you have this, I, I would feel pretty good about it, but I would always, you know, go back to the plan test it, uh, look at some of your health history, uh, your family health history, and really determine if what a, a more expensive type of long-term care event would look like and where that money would ultimately come from and to see if that still works well with your current plan. And if you need to look at getting more, you look at those options and what the trade-offs of, of the cost is. But I think that that's a, it's a good benefit uh, to start with. For sure. Yeah, good question, Ian. Again, you want to sit down with someone and, and put that into your complete uh, plan for retirement and see how it fits and whether or not it 
we'll match up with what you need or maybe you need more, maybe you need less. But yeah, you definitely want to sit down and, and talk to someone. And Anthony can help you with that. Also with Social Security or any of these issues that face baby boomers we've talked about on today's show. There's a lot on your mind and we, we get it, especially this year. There's so much happening, so much volatility that there's maybe more concern now than there was this time last year. So reach out to someone, an advisor like Anthony, they can sit down and, and put a plan together for you. Again, it's not too late. If Even if you're going into retirement very soon, having some sort of plan will benefit you greatly. So cardinalwg.com is the website. You'll find all of our podcasts there as well. So you can go back to past episodes and listen, but also the number to call Cardinal Wealth Group is 609-605-2808. So Anthony, Enjoy this conversation today. I know baby boomers are, are very close to you, very important to you. You work with them every day. And hopefully this conversation will kind of help give them a little heads up on what to kind of expect and to plan for if they haven't already. Yeah, thanks, Ben. I enjoyed it a lot today. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.